Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets combat all forms of ED. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your freaking door, discreet little package, so nobody knows that you got these blue pills for your dick game. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And I got a deal for you guys. Uh, try Bluetooth free when you use the code SHOB, S-C-H-A-U-B, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code SHOB, to receive your first month free. And I thank Blue Chew for being part of the podcast. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place But I keep the ground with T.K. This is the best I've ever felt Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt It's time to go below the belt What is happening, thickies, thickums, thick boys, thick girls and boys? What is happening? It is Monday morning, and the time has come. UFC 259 is this Saturday. The best card arguably ever in my eyes. It's freaking good, man. It's freaking good, and we will get into that. Fresh off, off the boat from Tampa. Shout out to Tampa, Florida. Uh, great city, man. Great freaking city. Great time. Good food. Your boy stuck to his diet for the first time on the road. There we are with uh, Ricky Cruz and uh, Luis. Ricky's eyes are closed in that one. They sent the wrong one. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It was so fun. It was so freaking fun. You know, they're just living out there. They are doing it right. They are living, man. Shout out to Roots of Fight for sending me that uh, Kevin Hart collab. I don't know if it's out yet, but uh, <laughs> it's dropping soon. It's really dope. I'm trying to channel that inner Kevin Hart. There's my boys. Two- 2017, I uh, was out there on the road by myself, and these two gentlemen, the thick one on the left, Lewis, you know you're thick. The thick one on the left and the gentleman on the right. Gentleman on the right was roommates with Joey Diaz. They came up together in comedy. They're they're both Cuban. And uh, first friends I made in comedy uh, outside of L.A. was those two. And uh, every time I do Florida, they they do the shows with me. They'll be with me in Miami. They'll be with me in Naples. I think Miami's end of March. Naples is like April 15th, some shit like that. But they will be there. Just monsters, man. Straight up monsters. Shout out to those guys. Go check out their podcast. They do it together. Uh, just two shit-talking Cubans, two uh, hilarious comedians. It's called The Bathroom Wall. And they uh, they have fans sent in all sorts of graffiti and art and uh, writings, you know, phrases and shit off uh, bathroom walls. And then they uh, get loose with it. That's what they do. That's what they do, man. But, uh Yeah. Enough about that, man. We got some fights. We got some freaking fights. We'll skim through uh, this past weekend, uh, the ESPN Fight Night 20 card. You know, pretty boring. Let's let's call it what it is. You had four decisions and a draw. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Um, shit happens, man. They all can't be home runs. Uh, if you took my advice on betting, I told you Pedro Munoz was going to be Jimmy Rivera, even as a dog. You're welcome. Spend some money on food for me that I can't eat. Um, yeah, the, there's no huge takeaways for, from this. The The only one would be, you know, obviously the co-main event, main event. Um, the main event, I know, I know Dana kind of threw some shade at uh, 
uh, Cyril gone. Cyril gone. And I know everyone's hoping for this big knockout, you know, and I saw people online were like, oh, is this Derek Lewis Francis too? How dare you? How dare you? Listen, uh, gone only has seven fights. That was his eighth fight. He doesn't have a ton of experience. If I'm his team, if I'm his manager, I like that he didn't fight stupid. I like that he didn't rush in. I like that he didn't feel the pressure to get a highlight knockout because Rosenstruck's a bad mamma jamma, and he avoided him at all costs, really never got hit, controlled the fight the entire 25 minutes. Now, would I have liked to see a knockout or them go for broke and stuff like that? Sure, I'm, you know, I like to see entertainment. But as far as him and the proper steps in his career, you need some decisions. You need some fights like this. So if you're a, a Ghana fan, you're, you should be stoked that he didn't fight stupid. Again, you're talking about a guy with eight fights, and he's up there, man. After this, one more fight. He's going to fight Derek Lewis next. You're welcome. He's going to fight fucking Derek Lewis. Probably going to be a different result there because Derek Lewis isn't going to just kind of cruise and get picked apart like Rosenstreet did there. Um, he's probably going to get Derek Lewis next. He wins that. He's getting title shot, and he's so goddamn athletic. Now, he's getting title shot. I, you know, it's going to be dicey for him if Francis ends up uh, beating Stipe and beating John Jones because um, they're training partners and they're boys and they don't want to fight each other. But I'm sure if the title's on the line, I think they both agreed that they, they would put their friendship aside and give each other CT. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, as far as the evolution of his uh, trajectory of his career, this is actually a good thing. I know you guys wanted to highlight real knockout or some cool spinning kick and Rosenstruck's face falls on the ground. But it's, if you're a fan of him, this ain't bad. This ain't bad. He is so fucking athletic. He was that God smack tattoo on the center of his chest. Whatever. You know, he can do no wrong mice. That boy, best body in the UFC. Like, as far as like all put together, like obviously Francis is jacked. But as far as like the full package, that caramel skin, <laughs> that God smack tattoo from the late 90s. Come on, son. Not an ounce of fat on that boy. Damn, he is jacked. Probably the most athletic uh, heavyweight as well. That's what's scary about him. He only has eight fights. His footwork's ridiculous. His IQ's obviously high. Um, if you're going to put shade on anyone this fight, it'd be Rosenstruck. Dude, you're down four rounds to zero, and you're just going to chill? You're down three rounds to zero, and you're going to do the same shit? So if you're going to throw shade on anyone, it'd be him. But easier said than done. You go run face first at fucking zero gun. Let me know how it goes for you. You do it. I would, I would love to see Rosenstruck versus Derek Lewis, but we're not going to get that uh, this year. I, I, that'll happen eventually, but Rosenstruck's going to have to go on a little bit of a win streak. Can't fight like that. Can't fight like that. It's just a nightmare for him. Gone just has too much talent. His footwork's too good. He's not a dumbass. Um, so, yeah. Again, none, none of these fights are going to blow your hair back. That's all good, baby. This was the appetizer for UFC 259. This motherfucking Saturday, your boy's not working. My girl's going to fire up the wings. No bread on them. That's fine. No sauce. Cool. Great. I'm down 12 pounds. Celebrate. This is cool, man. Um, I can't wait. I can't remember the last time I was this excited for a card. I can't remember. It's just from top to bottom, the card is so goddamn stacked. We can get into it, man. That's probably why you guys are tuning in. If you haven't seen the show before, welcome. UFC 259 should be fun. Um, I mean, the entire thing is absolutely stacktacular. It is stacked like a Colombian girl on spring break in Miami. It is so stacked. It is fucking jacked city with talent. Um, did they add a card? Oh, they did. Oh, I see what they do. I see what they did there. Remember when we looked last week and there was only four fights on the card? I'm like, oh, maybe because that's three belts. UFC's like, shut your mouth. We always do five uh, fights for a main card. I'm like, oh, that's right. Pay-per-view. Make it worth my time. And they said, hey, do you like Makachev? Huh? You like Islam Makachev? Do you like him? And I said, I sure do. And they went, let's add him versus poor Drew Do Dober. Now, Drew Dober made his name in the Colorado circuit, so I ride for that kid. However, you're fighting fucking Terminator. They're setting you up. This is a terrible fight for him. Uh, Makachev, now that Khabib is gone, if you listen to anybody, anybody 
from uh, AK. They will say he is actually a better version of Khabib. Now, we haven't seen that in the octagon. We really haven't seen that. But as far as well-rounded striking and his ground game, apparently with these experts, DC, um, uh, Josh Thompson, all the boys there, all the boys, Luke Rockhold, Kane Velasquez, their striking coach, uh, what's his name, Javier, all of them say this kid is the next world champion. And they're actually, I think they had a celebration like he already won the championship last Sunday. So that's cool. Um, him and Khabib were teenagers, young, te- like 13, 14, and they're basically like brothers. He grew up with Khabib, and apparently in training, he does work against Khabib. So that being said, enjoy that, Drew Dober. I wish you the best. I really do, man, because you're a Colorado kid. But fuck, dude. They're, they're putting him on there for a reason. He's, he's either, you know, they're trying to get him to take over that furry hat that Khabib always wears. That's what they're doing and get that belt around his waist. And the card kicks off. That's the second fight on the main card. The card kicks off with Santos versus Rackett. Um, Not a great fight for Santos stylistically. I think Rackett gets it done. And I will even say he gets it done via decision. I know you guys, again, want somebody face down, ass up. Not in this one. I think Rackett gets it done. Uh, Makachev gets it done. And then we get into the gold, baby. The gold. I know I just skipped a bunch of stuff. I went straight to UFC 259, and I don't give a fuck. I'm too excited for this card. That's how we're doing it in this Monday. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Uh, Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling. You know, uh, I, uh, I'm in cahoots with DraftKings. Those are my boys. That's who I bet with. That's who I bet on. That's who we check the lines with. And uh, we always talk about the fights. I said, who do you like? I looked at the card, and I said, my lock of 259 is Aljamain Sterling over Peter Yan. Listen, I know everyone's on Peter Yan's nuts and stuff like that, and he's a monster. I just think pound for pound, Aljamain, when all said is done, is a better fighter, more athletic, has more tools. I just think it's his time. I really do. I think he gets it done against Peter Yan. I think he gets it done. I think I could even see like a fourth round submission, fourth round submission. Uh, you know, Peter Yant's a boxer who has really good takedown defense and decent wrestling. And, it, you know, he's pretty good with the leg kicks. Not his thing. His hands are his thing. I, do, I don't think he has enough tools. Even though his pressure in boxing is creme de la creme, I don't think it's enough to get, get it done against Aljamain Sterling. Is Aljamain still a uh, underdog on that, Jen? I'll choke right now. When I made my picks last week, yep, made it a week ago. Um, I had Al Jermaine as my lock of the week. Yep, underdog Minus plus 122, plus 100. So he's plus 100. Yep, I think Al Jermaine gets it done. I just think he has more tools to get it done. I think it's his time, and then you're going to get my boy, Corey Sandahagen, in a rematch against Al Jermaine. He had a slip-up. Al Jermaine did put his toes in the cage to get his back. That's whatever, uh, you know, tomato, tomato there. But uh, the rematch, I think, would go a little different. My boy, uh, Corey Sandahagen, the Sandman, Denver's finest, Aurora's best, uh, has learned from it, has more confidence, and won't make the same mistakes, and that's a motherfucking title shot. Corey versus Aljamain is a ridiculous fight, especially a rematch. The first one, just wash that away. You know, he made a mistake, got choked out in like fucking 40 seconds. Yeah, Aljamain, Peter Yan, I got Aljamain. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form. And at a fraction of the cost, Blue Chew tablets combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction, and can help men gain extra confidence in the sack when it's time to go. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your freaking door, discreet little package, so nobody knows that you got these blue pills for your dick game. So if you get benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And I got a deal for you guys. Uh, try Blue Chew free when you use the code SHAUB, S-C-H-A-U-B, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code SHAUB, to receive your first month free. And I thank Blue Chew for being part of the podcast. 
Listen, man, if I'm going to bet, I do it with DraftKings. If I look at lines, I do it with DraftKings. And this weekend, UFC 259 is happening. That's right. The countdown has begun, son. UFC 259. Watch it with your friends. Make bank, bro. It's a stat card. There's three belts up for grab. That means there will be plenty to bet on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official Betting partner of the UFC is putting you in the center of the action with the special odds boost just for the below the belt listeners. All right. I'm um, teaming up with draft teams to create a custom parlay on who I think will win. And here are my picks. Your boy, Aljamain Sterling, Izzy, and Amanda Nunez. The only one kind of iffy there is Aljamain. But uh, you pick those and they boost your odds. I told you my lock of the week. If you want to step outside that parlay is Al Jermaine. But if you want to make bank, you got to bet on all three. Al Jermaine, Izzy, Amanda Nunez. They're going to boost your odds. So you have better chance of winning, better chance of making money. So DraftKings is boosting the odds of that parlay of Izzy, Al Jermaine, and Amanda Nunez to plus 300. That's three to one odds for all the new and existing customers who take my personal parlay that I did with DraftKings. Head to the app now. Find the Brendan Schaub special under the Odds Boost tab. Bet on it and ride along with your boy. Let's talk about money, baby. Buy some donuts with that parlay. Plus 300. Again, Al Jermaine, Amanda Nunez, Izzy. Yes. New users, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BTB. When you sign up, bet on my parlay of fighters to win Saturday night for UFC 259. Take advantage of my special odds boost. That's promo code BTB. If my parlay hits, you triple your money. So you bet 100, you get 300. All right? Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. That is DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code BTB to get my three-fighter parlay. Bet a dollar, win three. Bet 100, win 300. Bet a grand, win three grand. We go in Sizzla, DraftKings Sportsbook. Co-main event, you know, doesn't knock my hair back like the other ones, but it is what it is. That's the women's featherweight division. Um, Amanda Nunez, Megan Anderson, it's just insulting how big of an underdog Megan Anderson is. It's tough for Amanda Nunez. It's like she's hanging around. Are these, like, fights that are gonna we're going to remember? Are these legacy fights? Not knock on Megan Anderson. It's just... There's just not much competition there. You know, to me, this is the same case with uh, like the argument of Serena Williams being the greatest athlete of all time. Really? Who's her competition? There might be one or two that may give them some fritz. Outside that, it's a walk in the park, man. You know, there's a reason why the odds are like that. It's not for you to bet on Megan Anderson and them, them trying to get your money. It's just they think this is a for sure bet. She's minus 1250. <laughs> That's fucking insulting. Um, so unless Amanda Nunez, you know, now that she's a mother and she just doesn't want to train as hard and she's not into it, I could see Megan Anderson, who's, you know, the larger girl, the longer limbs, you know, I, I don't know where she's better at her that, you know, in any capacity, striking, no ground, no wrestling, no experience, no, you know, Megan was a, a champion over Invicta, uh, but she definitely has a chance. And if you're feeling froggy, and you want to see what happens if you put $100 down to win 750 bucks, or you put a grand grand down, you're going to make a shit ton of money. Um, do it. Do it. Be a baller and fucking do it, man. But that, you know, it's hard to get excited for someone who's a, a 1,200 favorite. All right, UFC. So with Man Nunez, it's kind of like, what is she sticking around for? You know, it, does this add to her legacy? I don't know. I don't know. I guess if his back and forth is like a war, it would. But when you're tw- plus, you know, I'm sorry, minus twelve hundred. All right. I guess give us this between these two. I guess do that. Um, you know, I'd love to see uh, Kyla Harrison get in the UFC. That that could be a legacy fight because she's going to go on to dominate women's fighting after this. So, you know, why not mix it up with her? I don't know what her contract's over in the PFL. I know she went over and victim beat some poor girl up. 
pretty open. They're so it sounds it sounds like they're pretty cool to it. That that could be fun, like those those super fights for. But these uh, hanging around the featherweight division does nothing. There's there's just not it's just not deep enough. It's just it's just not there. I don't even know if they have. Do they have? Do they even have rankings? I think there's only just her on there and Megan Anderson. Let me see. Oh, they do. But just her. Okay. <laughs> so there's not a deep enough pool of women at featherweight that you don't have rankings. Okay. And we're just all cool with that? Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. Take my money still because you put it between, you sandwich between these two great fights. You never know, though. It's fighting. Amanda, maybe her, who knows? You, you got to hope if you're, if you're an Australian. And I'm a, I'm a Megan fan. I love Megan Anderson. Um, one of my favorite people on this card by far. It's just, you know, it's fucking tough. And if you're a Megan Anderson fan or you're Australian or you're from her hometown and went to school with her, you got to hope Amanda Nunez lost some passion and she's overlooking her. Because if, if she overlooks her, she'll get beat. Ma Megan does have the skills to beat her in some capacity. So if she overlooks her or maybe she was up all night with the fucking new kid, you know, no sleep. Rolls her ankle, going to the cage. You never know. <laughs> If you're an Australian fan, that's what you're hoping for. And then the main event. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're witnessing history, people. Give them your money. We're witnessing fucking history with Izzy Stylebender versus Jan Blakovich. Um, yeah, you know, here's where I'm at on this. It's not that I, I uh, you know, I don't, I dislike Jan, um, you know, but. You know, the, the the guy lost four of his first, I think, six fights in the UFC. You know, and then offseason improved and got a lot better and beat some great guys. But uh, confirm that, Jen. Yeah. I know he struggled for a while there when he first got the UFC. And you, it's all about finding yourself, but still, but still. Um, So my boy Pat Cummings beat him. Holla. I hope you're thick ass on that bike. Lost to Alexander Gustafson. Lost to Corey Anderson. Beat Jimmy Manawa. Or lost to Jimmy Manawa. Um, decision. Okay. So yeah, there you go. So his, he won once against Elir. So he beat, uh, Latifi, mm -hmm. which is no punk, nope. uh, great body shots in that. I remember. So he beat Latifi, then, uh, lost one, two in a row. Then he beat, uh, Igor, uh, decision. And that's the other thing. These are all decisions, you know? So it's not like he blew everybody by, off by storm. So, uh, lost, beat Igor and then lost Alexander. That's tough. And then uh, lost to my boy Pat Cummings, Hala, best barista ever to fight in the UFC. And then went on a bit of a tear. He went on a tear. And then you look at it. So it'd be uh, Devin Clark, uh, Jared Cannonier. That's no punk. But obviously, Jared's way better, 85. So it's not full blown. Uh, Jimmy Manawa, decision. You know, Jimmy had some great fights, and I'm a fan, but obviously, you know. And then Krylov, that's a good one. That's a good win. Arm triangle is probably his best win up to then. Uh, lost to Thiago Santos. And then uh, beat Luke Rockhold. You know, Luke's first fight, light heavyweight. Who knows how much he wants to do it, so he starches him in the second round. Uh, beat an older Jacare Souza in a split decision, so close fight. And Jacare, Jacare 50, every bit of 50. He's a real human alligator. Uh, then he beat Corey Anderson. And then uh, his best win was Dominic Reyes. Yeah, I just, where I'm at on this, if I'm being all honest with you guys, you know, I've always said this, if aliens came to planet Earth and we we're like, what's this, what's this mixed martial arts? And they had to show him one tape. It'd be either Connor at 55 against Eddie Alvarez or Izzy Adesanya against a number of guys. He, he, he's a highlight reel. Um, just stylistically, you know, the chance of Jan getting lit up like a fucking Polish Christmas tree are pretty high here. You know, flat-footed, not a wrestler by trait. Um, Izzy's fought good wrestlers. You know, he's fought really good wrestlers um, and, and got it done. The, his knees, his elbows gets, gets it done against a lot of wrestlers. Kelvin Gaslam fancies himself a wrestler. Um, you know, if you are a Yawn fan and you're going to this fight and you're putting money on Yawn, you got to hope that he can land takedowns. Um, 
or get in the clinch because he does a lot of work in the clincher. So does Izzy. And uh, obviously, Jan, uh, I would probably give the power advantage to at light heavyweight. We'll see. I don't know what Izzy's going to look at like at light heavyweight. Um, he looks pretty jacked. It's, you know, you, you just got to hope Jan can, again, this is if you're betting on Jan or you're Polish, but I would assume everybody else is going for Izzy. Um, you got to hope that he can uh, land some takedowns because if he can't, if he can't, he's going to get a highlight reel KO kick to the face or left hand to the face in the third or fourth round. I think this fight, they feel each other out. Izzy kind of gets his bearings on him early first, second round. I think Jan does shoot. Jan probably tries to make it a dirty fight in the clinch, gets him to the cage. Uh, now, could Jan knock him out in the exchange like he did Luke Rockhold? Sure. Big, strong guy. Um, obviously doing something right. He's dealt with big athletic guys before in Dominic Reyes and got it done. You're just talking about a different animal, different IQ and Izzy. So, a, you know, he, he would have to make this fight ugly. Can't sit on the outside. Um, if he lands takedowns early and he has success with it and can control Izzy on the ground, which no one's really been able to do. But if he can, he's a champion for a reason. If he can get him down, if he can control him on the ground, his chance of winning go really, really high. It goes really high. Um, you know, because if Izzy starts to get tired, you know, and Jan being the bigger guy, that, that, that could be trouble for Izzy down the road there in the rounds. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I think Izzy's footwork's too good. Um, I think he's finding a guy that he knows wants to get him down. And by saying all this, it's not like he's fighting, um, you know, a Brunson or something like that who has legit wrestling credits and a background. So, you know, he probably has two to three go-tos in his arsenal to get guys down, and after that, it's a crapshoot. Two or three moves, even if you're really good at him, ain't going to get Izzy down. I think he has an 84% takedown defense and that you know early in his career he got to get down now it's fucking tough to get that kid down it's really really tough to get him down so in in yon's you know his his wiring's not to get guys down like you said he has probably three go-tos after those three and his chain wrestling it kind of fizzles off from there it's not good enough to get izzy down um i see him trying that i see izzy defending it lining him up making him pay izzy's kicks will be a big uh problem for yon early on and as this fight goes on, and Jan, probably tired trying to get him down, uh, ends up getting clipped. And I think uh, Izzy gets it done in the fourth or fifth round. That's how I see it going, man. That's how I see this bitch going down. Great fight, though. And for Izzy, it's not like he's going to hang around the light heavyweight division, defend the belt, and fight these other guys. No, he's chasing John Jones. Now, here's something fun to talk about. What if Jan wins? What if Jan wins, beats Izzy, Fights the next contender, beats him. What's John Jones going to do? Because obviously John's entire mindset is on heavyweights, right? And he wants to take over the heavyweight division. We saw his tweet during the fight night on Saturday where he said, this, this ain't going to get it done you know, for, uh, against daddy. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Daddy, please get to the heavyweight division. And I think Francis chimed in and was like, I'm the daddy. All right, quit calling each other daddy. Don't respond back with daddy. It's good once. After that, it gets creepy. Um so it's going to be interesting if Jan were to beat Izzy, right? Huge feather in his cap. Fucking huge feather in his cap. Let's say he beats Izzy, beats the next contender they give him, Glover. another title defense. Probably Glover, right? Yeah. Let's say he beats Glover. Let's say he gets one more. Well, now you got a bit of a king in the division. So is John Jones going to halt eating sweet potatoes and fucking whatever deadlifts <laughs> he's doing and bulking up and cut back down to show him who's daddy at light heavyweight? You know? That's interesting. That's a fun story, too. Uh, I don't see it happening, but um, it could. You know, people always count Jan out. He's always an underdog, and I always pick against him. But he's doing fucking something right, isn't he? He's the champ. He's like, hold my belt, shut your fucking mouth, job. I get it, dude. You're the champ. I don't see that happening, but it would be fun if that happened. What what, what would John do? What would John do? Um that light heavyweight division clearly, I think, now is the worst division in the UFC. So for Izzy, again, it's not like he's going to sit there and defend the belt multiple times. I see him jumping back down to middleweight if someone comes out as a contender. Um, but he's chasing John. That's the goal. He's chasing John for number one GOAT status, and that would get it done. There would be no debate. There would be absolutely no debate 
no backlash. There's not even an argument. If he were able to beat Jan, retain the light heavyweight championship belt, then jump on up to heavyweight and beat Jan. It is, I mean, that is some shit. That, I mean, you're playing whatever game you're on, on very hard, difficult. This Mortal Kombat, you're on difficult. You've played Mortal Kombat on fucking very hard. It's <laughs> impossible to get a win. It's literally, I'm not good enough. My son has a game. I play it. I put on very hard. I can barely get a fucking kickoff. That's what, that's what Izzy's trying to do in the UFC in real life. It's insane, dude. And it's so inspiring and it's so dope. And you should be on the journey. We should want this to happen. Think about Izzy John Jones, the shit talking, the countdown, the press conferences. It would be so fucking sick. And I want that. Mm -hmm. I want that. And it all starts this Saturday. You'll see 259. Can Izzy beat the Polish juggernaut Blakovich? And after that, he's going to chill. Hopefully that some some guys get their shit together at middleweight and uh that someone comes out on top and separates himself from the pack and stuff. It's a tough pack. Hopefully someone separates himself from the pack and uh Izzy goes back down there. Light heavyweight's gonna be a shit show if Izzy wins. He's not gonna offend it really. He's you know, you know. Was he gonna what are you gonna do? Izzy versus Glover? Okay, I guess I'll watch that. <laughs> But the, the, so if Izzy wins this, it's like that light heavyweight yeah. division. You're just like, it's just in, it's in cruise control. It's just kind of out there. It's the worst division. It's not really that stacked. There's some fun prospects, right? There's some fun guys in there, but it's, it's just, it's like in no man's land if he gets that belt. But the upside when he gets that belt. Rakic, yes. My boy Yuri, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Other than those two, though. Other than those two, I don't want to see anybody fight. Ryan Spann's fun. Paul Craig's fun. Jim Crute's fun. Johnny Walker fell off a little bit. Mm-hmm. He fell off. There's a lot of hype, and then he decided to do the worm and blow out his shoulder, and he's never been the same. The worm's dangerous, kids. The worm's fucking dangerous. Learn. Learn from Jim Johnny Walker. If you can do the worm, be fucking make sure you know how to do the worm. You know? He did it on soft ground and blew his shoulder out. And it's never the same. I know. Even the video like he did all this rehab, and then they're showing videos, and me and Rogan are saying each other this clip. I'm like, dude, his shoulder's fucked. He's like, God, what a what a shame, man. So sad. He was he's so fun to watch. And the fucking worm. The worm destroyed. He's triggered by the worm. You say worm around, he freaks the fuck out. His worm PTSD, man. It's a real shame. Uh, Rest card's great, too, man. You got Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. Uh, I would assume not too many people are rooting for Casey after his comments on Megan Anderson. Um, you know, also this, you know, a lot of times they kind of give these older lines, these these young lines, and they're just kind of setting these guys up. You know, BJ Penn uh, against y- Yair Rodriguez. They do this all the time, right? You get a really young guy who they love and they just want to see him ki- kill off this legend. The legend's basically coming in and crutches off the bat and two black eyes just because you got beat up in training and really dehydrated and you're just like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. This isn't the case here with Dominic Cruz. He's, he can still do it. Um, I don't know what the odds are, but I would assume it should be pretty fucking close. This isn't like a setup fight. If Dominic Cruz, who doesn't believe in ring rust, which is fair, uh, he can say that because he's one of the greatest to ever do it. So when he says there's no ring rust, there's no ring rust for him. Um, plus 110. Yeah, it's basically even money. It's a great fight. Benavides is on there. Mm-hmm. Souza, who is a dog. I think she's also, uh, I like the dogs, man. I like Cruz. I like Souza in the women's strawweight div- uh, division and get it done. Tim Elliott uh, Espinosa is a fun one. There's just a lot. Sean Brady, Jake Matthews, great fucking fight flying under the radar. Yeah, if you're not on that main card, it's, you know, it's going to be tough to stand out. It's going to be tough to pick, like, fight of the night, performance of the night. It's going to be fucking great, man. It's going to be great. And I'm not working. Yes. 
I'm home, baby, baby. I had to watch that boring ass uh, main event this past weekend from the green room in Tampa. And I was waiting, and I know uh, Ricky Cruz's closing joke, and he's saying it, and the green room is not close to the stage. And I'm just watching the first round. I'm like, God, man, I'm going to miss this knockout. Show enough. Get off stage. My brother's like, you did not miss anything, man, at all. Get some current events, Jen. Yep. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion on that that point taken away from Silva versus Montella De La Rosa. When she grabbed the fence, immediately yeah. took the point away. Yeah. What would you think of that? I like it. I like uh, warnings don't do it for me because uh, that's a moment in the fight where, you know, you're talking about a completely different fight. She gets taken down. Mm-hmm. And these war- I don't like warnings. You poke somebody in the eye, take a point. Kick somebody in the nuts, take a point. They uh, do something, grab a glove, grab the shorts, uh, have zero tolerance for it because that would have changed the dynamics of the fight, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So then, you know. Yeah, I thought that was great too. You just gotta, you, you you have to, you just have to be stricter with those rules. War, warning. Okay, my bad. I grabbed the cage so I didn't get taken down. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that referee too. Back in the day, Jaron Villal, he he was criticized a lot. He was like pretty bad. He let fights go on too long. Yeah, but it seems like he's learning now. So yep. that's great. Um, Canelo fought over this weekend too. Yeah, that poor soul that uh-huh. signed up for that fight. He beat the brakes of him. Canelo just staying active. Mm-hmm. Trying to get rid of this fucking DAZN contract. Let me see this highlight. Sure. Did not watch this one in the green room. Saw the highlights, though. Boom! Baba baby! I don't know why he's smiling. I know. He's all, yeah! <laughs> yeah, this is probably the easiest opponent he's had in a long time, too. Canelo doing it exactly what he should do. He dominates. Pound for pound best in the world. Even though that obviously that guy, people can criticize, oh, what about Crawford? What about uh, Spence? They don't fight anybody. So, yeah. Um. Oh, so on that same card, actually, John Moraga. Remember he fought DJ, Mighty Mouse? Yeah, and lost. Yeah, I like Moraga. Yeah, I saw that. Unfortunately, he was... Uh, he was out quick, like seven seconds. Yeah, it's tough, dude. Uh, in boxing. Yeah, it's fucking tough to transfer over there and do well in boxing. And vice versa, it's tough for boxers coming to the UFC. Of course. A la James Tony, even though he's 59 years old when he came over. Mm-hmm. Ashy got taken down with a single leg pick. A little overweight. I think yeah. it was an ankle pick. Randy Couture ankle pick. Yep, and it was over. And he was, he was nice to choke him out. But um, another, <laughs> so going from sport to sport, Friend of the show, Frank Mir, is actually fighting Antonio, Antonio Tarver in boxing. Interesting. April 17th. We got Ben Askren on food truck next week with oh, Tiny cool. Tacos. Um, yeah, I. it's 10 rounds. It's in Which Atlanta. is crazy. 10 rounds is a lot of rounds. Yeah. A lot of rounds for that. Uh, meanwhile, so Frank's 41. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tarver's one of the greatest to ever do it. I, I, yeah, I guess he Tarver at 52 before I judge this fight. He can't be good for Frank Mayer. A lot of this stuff, uh, I'm proud of Frank Mayer. Good for you getting yeah, a fight, especially sure. with a big, Antonio Tarver's a big name. In the boxing, big name. I'm interested to see how both of them look. I'm definitely interested. Mayer looks good. He looks huge, but... He shape Jash. Yeah. Is he posting anything? Yeah, I saw like mm. one sparring thing. But we have to wait for this ad. Yeah, Mero always had that great hook. Great hook. You really start to throw mo- more combos as he got older. Uh, you got with a different boxing coach. Mm hmm. So that's him Harvard, talking April to him. Mid- junkie. Come about? You know, uh, you know, Malky and I have been talking because I signed with BKFC. That was the original plan. Me, knock this guy out early, you know, and try to crush him. His economy of motion, his leverage, his you know technique, and his efficiency from boxing for a considerable amount of longer time than I have uh, will allow him to carry it into deep waters and survive where my power won't be such an advantage. You've trained boxing throughout your entire career. You've been very good coaches. Is this a matter of hitting the reset button on Frank? 
Well, that's pretty much his sparring right there. Definitely interesting. Obviously, you know who I'm rooting for. Yeah. Be great if Frank get that done. Mm -hmm. What a feather in the cap to knock out Antonio Tarver. He's got to do it early, though, right? It's tough. <laughs> it's fucking tough. Uh -huh. People don't realize how good those boxers are at not getting hit. It's really tough. And he recently just joined BKFC, so I think they're just letting him do this one-off. Frank did? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm not sure in what capacity either, like if he's a part of the the roster or if he's a part of like the yeah, commenting like or whatever. Anthony Johnson at first. Yeah. We all thought he was going to knock somebody's face off. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Gordon Ryan slapping Andre Galval. Why? Uh, they were at some sort of BJJ tournament, and then I, I guess they had a history of beef like because they never actually had a match together, mm -hmm. but they always talk smack to each other. So finally, this is Galval walking up to Ryan, and then you could see Hell the yeah. slap here. Mm -hmm. Here we go. It's like Real Housewives of Jiu-Jitsu. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn. Right, and he just walks away. Yeah, and there's more to that Slapped too. The piss out of him, and Gaval didn't do anything. I know. That's, yeah, they slapping people, man. This is wrong with slap, 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 slap. slap, slap. Galval is either just more mature and doesn't want to be take part in this. Or he's like, all right, this guy will beat my ass. <laughs> so why do I want to do that? Damn, Gordon is not playing either. It's more of that, and then Gordon explains a little bit over here. Jitsu needs a little bit of this, you know? I know. And I'm a Gordon, now, uh, yeah, I'm a Gordon uh, fan. If they do a match now, it's going to be blowing up. Yeah. And there's something else to this, too. I think Gordon Ryan, before he went out to do the match, he said he's going to do some like a mounted armbar on the guy that he's going to you know, have the match with, and he is, ended up doing it. Is he Galvell's right guy? That's, it probably has to be, right? What a gangster. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> Send me merch links. Merch links. All right, this is pretty messed up. Curtis Blades allegedly got a First phone of all, call. I heard a little bit about this. Mm -hmm. Why is he doing FaceTime? I think after he just a got loss? a random call and he just accepted. Oh, someone got his number. Yeah, yeah. And okay. Then I'll play it for you. It's really jacked up. Yo, Curtis, you got knocked the fuck out, boy. You got knocked Listen, the bro. You got knocked the fuck out, boy. Stop being a fucking weirdo, bitch. You got knocked the fuck out, boy. You got knocked the fuck out. So that's jacked up as hell. And I mean, what are you going to do with that? Apparently, this is the dude that did it. And ever since they found his picture and his, oh. his name, he's changed everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. But apparently, it's him. That's, that's from this more, uh, Middle East article. Well, he is not keto. And uh, you, you, there's a lot of losers out there, man. Mm -hmm. And in this, in this digital age we live in, um, I think he thought that was the way to go it's just just not cool it's just fucked up yeah i think even haters are like what are you yeah, doing yeah. dude like we just talk shit online like why would you say it to his face oh that was terrible um guarantee wouldn't say that to his face and um yeah i i mean what have what, 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 what this guy ever done you like what have you ever done ever in life of note what have you ever, you good dad? I'll take that. No, probably no kids. Where were you done? What have you ever done, dude? That anyone, when you pass away, that will give a flying 
fuck or we'll even say we'll even bring, even go hey remember that time nothing especially after i gets knocked out i know terrible and apparently uh, once this alleged caller was caught in the act he changed his social media name to become uh, undetected furthermore he locked all of his social media accounts so that people wouldn't have access to message him about the dirty tactics yeah he's fucked yeah you do that you're gonna get shit i, I guess what i heard is they found his place of work as well Oh, wow. And they know where he lives. <laughs> I'm sure. So that doesn't end well. And he also apparently got John Anik's number. And like John Anik had this video where he's like, I had a FaceTime missed call from you for like 40 times or something and he answered. And he just he played it cool with John Anik. Weird. Very weird. I bet this guy gets a lot of chicks. <laughs> can, like, I, I can't, anyone in here with a girl, can you imagine if you're like, hey, babe, I'm going to FaceTime curtis blades and talk shit to him she's like you work at chipotle yeah i know but i'm gonna i'm gonna facetime talk shit to him because he just got knocked out by Derek lewis the best knockout artist of all time in the ufc i'm gonna talk shit to him she's like should you be worried about the guacamole <laughs> no girls like oh babe that's so cool yes it's just a douchebag no dudes are like oh man that's so cool yeah mm -hmm. do that what have uh, I'm gonna ask again? What have you done, dude? You you don't you don't even deserve the right. You're not even in the same lane. You're not. You guys are in the same realm, Bubba. And then the hate's so bad. Oh, you, you don't want to face the consequences. Exactly. You want to hide behind the computer still. Now we know you're non keto <laughs> and terrible tattoos. You want us to start going at you, Papa? You want us to show up to your work and light you up? Probably not. Also, why are you talking like that? Why are you talking like an urban fella? I knew you were going to say that because that's what I thought too. I thought for sure. I thought 100 was a black dude. Yeah, I thought 100%. Don't talk like that either. Oh, hey, yeah. few life lessons you could take away here. A, don't call professional athletes to talk shit. B, go on a diet. <laughs> C, get a different tattoo artist. So many things. No woman on this earth, I don't know, or dude for that matter, if you're gay, neither one of the opposite sex or whatever you're into is gonna look, see this and go, oh, I'm that's hot. Mm. Ever. Now you might you might not be into guys or girls. You might be into staying with your mom to your fucking 50, and that's fine too. <laughs> but what you can't do, my thick friend. What you can't do is talk shit, and then when they find out who you are, hide. Yeah, you got you got to eat, got to eat crow, Bubba. Yep. You're talking. We keep that same energy, or we know where you live now. I'll pay for Curtis Blades. Go to your house, <laughs> Curtis Blades. First round, first first class ticket, round trip. I'll pay for it if you want to go see him. I'm not encouraging violence. Just engage with them. Let's let me let's see how that goes. And that's ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the internet. Mm. You ain't gonna do shit in person. Everybody's stuff behind a keyboard. Let Curtis let uh, let Curtis Blades double you. Let Curtis let let Curtis Blades blast W in your mom's basement. Let me know how it goes for you. Keep the same energy, Papa. And also, uh, my biggest also stop talking like that. That's my biggest advice to you. Stop talking like that. Get a different tattoo artist and get on the Dolce diet. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on this dude. Fuck that dude. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Now, if he would now if he did that and stood his ground. All right. At least you're not the biggest pussy in the world. You're still top ten. But not the biggest. But not your number numero uno. Now you hide. Yeah, I know. Well, no, but, but Bubba, now you, you know how you, you think you're fucking. You know, Elon Musk of the internet. Well, now we found out where you work and live, so you fucked up. But it's this. It's this weird culture. He looks at what young twenties. When they're that big, it's not. I don't know. But he, you know, he's out of shape. Of course, no dime piece, dude. Who has his shit together is doing that. These are loser tendencies. Like when the thought went through his head, oh, I got Curtis Blades FaceTime contact. 
he, for him to go, oh, he just got knocked out. I'm going to do, th- like, if your brain is wired like that, you loser. If your brain goes to that, you are not doing well in life. You're just not. No one doing well in life throws shade ever, ever. They, they, they're they too busy creating shit, winning fights, getting money, getting girls or dudes, whatever you're into, getting dope tattoos, probably in shape, working out, making movies, doing stand-up, whatever the fuck they're doing, whatever's their field. They don't have time. for they don't, Their brains aren't wired like that. So if you're listening to this and your brain is like, oh, I should get, you know, whoever's contact Rosenstruck's FaceTime contact and try to talk shit to him. As soon as that thought goes to your head, like, fuck, man, life hasn't turned out the way I need it to. That should be your f- initial thought. Fuck. I, I got him a loser. My, the, the, as soon as it goes there, ah, fuck. When you go to write that YouTube comment, ah, fuck. Your girls can go, what, babe? Like, ah, you know how I talk shit on YouTube? I just realize I'm a loser. And she's like, no, we'll figure it out. And then you do, you do better. Yeah, change. It's easy, man. Just change. Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jorge Masvidal talked to, I think it was a boxing YouTube channel. Uh, this right here, Boxing Social. Why did you do it first on a boxing channel, Jorge, that we've never heard of? <laughs> so you did hear this. Now I don't here. trust it. Yeah. Let me just play the part. I think this is right here. I know you wasn't here to call out Canelo in the past. You have spoken about that fight. Do you think one day we could see you in a boxing room potentially with Saul? Um, right now I'm focused on me, fighting for the belt, which is going to be in August, September. Actually, September, we just got word on it, so... You're like the second person to actually know this right now, and it's just how luck works, man. A lot of MMA media sites are going to be mad. I dropped it on yours first boxing ad of all people. They're going to call me a traitor. But that's what I'm worried no, about. No, I don't think you're a traitor. I'm not. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I don't, it's cool you did it there, I guess. You know, it helps that side out, mm-hmm. especially if they're, you know, they're hustling, trying to make it. Um, was he at the Canelo fight or something? Yeah, that's oh, what there said. there you go. So that makes sense why he would do it there, mm-hmm. especially if you just got the news. It's a bo- all boxing media. What what UFC media or MMA media would be upset? I'm like, God damn it, dude. Um, rematch full camp, I guess. That's the money fight. So he's saying that, but I guess um, Kamaro's manager, Ali, yeah, he's saying like, no, that's not that's not what's happening. Or if if it is happening, we'll let you know. But something like that. Weird. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. But and the UFC hates when you leak news when it's not confirmed. Yeah. They fucking hate it. And I saw this interview. Then Jorge talks about going into boxing. He's like, they make more money, and that's the move. I'm like, dude. He says he wouldn't do, he doesn't think he'd do well against Canelo, but he'd be a dog. Oh, no. If he was oh, no, no, no. Oh, Bubba. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. All right. This all is the all dogs news. do not go to heaven. That would be a crazy fight. Yep. Uh, so Paulo Costa, he also has a YouTube channel now, and he talked about how he had leg cramps before the fight with uh, Izzy. And then uh, he wasn't able to sleep, so he had to drink an entire bottle of wine. So, and he still wasn't able to oh, sleep. Oh, that's why he fought. Like yeah, that's that. why. He, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. The only person that's dealt and, with a loss worse than this is Deontay Wilder. That's his YouTube. Oh, well, don't put your tongue out like that. Yeah. Well, that's a shame that he went that route. Because I needed to sleep, I'd been awake for 24 hours. I drank wine. It sounds like you were really nervous. Uh, because I needed sleep, I'd been awake for 24 hours because of nerves because I was fighting one of the greatest, if not the greatest middle weight of all time. I drank wine, entire bottle. Dad, yeah, don't do that before fights, so I'm too old for that. Uh, to try and literally pass out to sleep. It started with one glass. If it didn't work, half a bottle didn't work either, so I drank the entire bottle. Don't do that. Too old to be doing that before a fight. I had a very different sensation. I don't even think I told you this. Uh, I enter every fight very active. Of course, I'm afraid of getting hit or knocked out, so I'm always paying close attention. For this fight, for the title, I was sleepy and not even a little worried about getting hit. Mm, I beg to differ. I didn't feel anything. It was very strange. I had no hype in the, thinking I was going to for the title. I was totally uh, serene. I was so calm. It scared me. Yeah, you just didn't show up, Daddy. You just didn't show up. You had a great body. You didn't show up. This loss happened, but if I had lost to him being 100% healthy, then I would have been a lot more upset because someone would have defeated me for real. But since my loss happened, whatever gets you through the night, dude, my loss happened under the circumstance that I mentioned earlier due to wine. I'm anxious to fight uh, Izzy again. Probably will never happen, but fight him the right way, being myself. I'm sure that when that happens, things are going to be a lot different for him. 
yeah, sounds like a guy that lost and is, you know, he thought he was God's gift to mixed martial arts and he's trying to come up with things. And then his strange like, well, you drank wine. He's like, yeah, I drank the whole bottle. He's like, there you go. That will ride with that. And it's a terrible idea. Just lick your wounds, get back and fight Whitaker. You win that one. We don't give a shit what, what you drank, what you ate. Mm-hmm. All right, when you see is, these excuses, like Wilder, I'm like, ah, oh, man, he's one of my favorites. Too. And they continue on. And uh, on, and on it on. gets worse yeah, and worse. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't even mention I stubbed my toe. How about that? I didn't even mention that corn gets me crunk at a whole fucking leaf of corn. It's just a bad idea. Corn Dude, just lick your wounds. Oh, did right. I mention I ate Gushers? Did you know that? And they're like, no. He's like, yeah. Fucking ate a whole pack of Gushers. Lost the fight, dude. And I even want to share that. But I ate Gushers the night before. Everyone's like, what? Oh, you think Izzy came in the fight 100%? No. He beat the brakes off of him. It's just that stylistically, it's an awful fight for Paulo Costa. That's another fight to show the aliens. They came down. 100%. Yeah. But then they're going to be like, the aliens can be like, did he drink a whole bottle of wine <laughs> the night bottle? before? Didn't sleep at all. This all is right. a great fight, but was he drinking wine the night before? What's this? Uh, George Foreman was talking to the Daily Star, and he was saying that uh, McGregor would be better in boxing than in MMA. So if he just left MMA, he could actually potentially beat Manny Pacquiao. That's cool. Dude, make <laughs> my fucking grills and shut your mouth. Those grills are Make awesome. my grills, text your 17 kids, all named the same, and stay out of the lane. Mm-hmm. It's hard for McGregor to but it's a, uh, but he's a better puncher than he is at M- MMA. God damn you. Again... Make my grills, text your 90 kids. Dude, uh, before saying that, he can lock down a much-talked-about box match against Manny Pacquiao. He may actually come out on top. Nope. I'd rather see him in box matches now. I think he has a fight with Pacquiao. He can actually beat him. Good rules. Good rules? Over 10 pounds, McGregor can beat him. The only good rules would be if uh, fucking Connor could kick. McGregor can beat him. He's already adjusted to boxing. He's not going to do good in MMA anymore. Pacquiao is very good, as a matter of fact, but McGregor can beat him in a boxing match. Yeah. yeah this, is, this is like a hot take for my dad. It's just some wild shit. He is older. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> um, this fight that I've been waiting for. Great grills, dog. Give him that. Awesome grills. Dude, how about this? Yeah. You know they offered the George Foreman grill to Hulk Hogan. And his wife was like, mm, that sounds like a shitty idea. Go with the energy drink idea. And Hulk was like, good call, girl. And then he decided to do this energy drink, which we've never heard of anymore. And George Foreman was like, yeah, I'll take that weird grill that you can put grilled cheese or chicken breast that basically become these weird patties when you put them in there. I'll do that. And then he got really, really Blew rich. Up. Really, really rich. Yeah. But they offered it first to Hulk Hogan, and he turned it down. Sometimes you miss There's them. a few things in life where you fuck up. Mm-hmm. That, and then saying Connor should just focus on boxing. <laughs> Those two. Okay, so this fight. Zhang Weili, Rose Namajunas, headliner for UFC 261. Yeah, doggy. Mm-hmm. Remember they're like, Rose just doesn't want a title shot. She just doesn't want to deal with the pressure. And Rose came out and was like, I never said that. Yeah. I just wanted to recover and deal with some family issues. Because a ton of people died from COVID. Yep. Like, no, you're scared. She's like, definitely not scared. Just schedule it later in the year. I'm like, all right, we'll do that. And then, bam. We have and then it. there you go. This is a great fucking fight. Oh, yeah. Go, Rose. I have no idea who to root for, though, because I like Rose. Them. Both of them. They're both awesome. Okay. But Are you a communist? No, I'm not a communist. <laughs> you, you go for Rose. I'm going to say whoever's the best fighter that night. Yep. I'm Rose for the for. win. All right. And on How the same, dare you? On that same card. The shaved head rose? Yeah, no. Come on, son. If I had to root. I guess like, you're here. Root. Yeah, of course, Rose, because, you know. The power of Pat Barry? <laughs> Pat Barry and Rose versus China? Dude, come on. All right. It's a tough one. Um, on the same card, Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. I like that one, too. Mm-hmm. That's a great fight. Yep. God, two beastie fights. Women's MMA is flourishing. Stephen A. Smith is like, what'd you say? Um, okay, this is a cool one. Great pairing, I think. Shinya Yoki versus oh, Sage Northcutt. Uh-huh. On TNT. One on TNT in Singapore, I think. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a great fight. Yep. Watch your motherfucking ankles, Mr. Sage Northcutt. <laughs> it's a great fight. Great fight. 
good return fight for him too after his what orbital all that crap got smashed in tnt iv yeah it's something on singapore i guess oh, I just on singapore oh, okay so it's not, is it on tnt out here i don't know it says there'll be tape delayed too which sucks oh there it goes so the tape delay will air april 28th on tnt on tnt here Must or or be a fucking savage and find the link like most of us degenerates do and watch it live bubba baby get that hulk hogan energy drink fucking <laughs> fire up and uh oh, a whole bottle of wine and fucking watch this man another great fight rematch davidson figueredo yes. that's june 12th love that mm-hmm. um oh here's the odds right now God, take actually pretty my close. money yeah and they plus should two, be minus two i think figueredo gets it done finishes them this time um let's go to great fight pfl announced their upcoming season hell yeah and the main card is Anthony Pettis versus Clay Collard. If you remember Clay Collard, he's at, he was in the UFC for a little bit. He actually fought Max Holloway. And then he left and did boxing and actually did really well. That's right. He then did he, well yeah, in it. Then lost two and then came back to MMA, won his last two. That's a fun fight. Yeah. Lance, my boy Lance Palmer versus Bubba Jenkins yep. is fun. <laughs> and, the, you know, and they have Brendan it. on there, so that's cool. Yep. That's dope. It's on ESPN too, huh? Mm-hmm. And ESPN Plus. The also on one, uh, you know, they have two champions that are brother and sister. Who does Christian Lee and Angeli won championship? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're mm-hmm. brother and sister, and now their youngest sister had her debut there and she won. She's only 16 years old. She did a rear naked choke. God, that family just be doing work. I know they're like the ball family of fighting. They are everyone, their mother and father, they both do martial arts. Jesus training. Christ, that's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that family, all little beasts. Definitely. I'm a fan. And all right, not much else other than I saw Andrew Schultz posted this. And this is literally not even his face. That's actually Tom Aspinall. That's, but he looks just like him. He looks <laughs> identical yeah. to him. That's so funny. I know. Um Oh, I thought this was actually funny too. So Michael Bisbing on the last fight. I guess during the broadcast, during the main event, he actually t- responded to a Twitter troll. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Then he goes, Let me uh, hear this. Why is he on Twitter during the broadcast? During the broadcast, I don't know. He's like, hey, fucking X599 underscore money sign, you piece of shit. With uh, a little bit of cheeky uh, poking fun. Right? Whoever made this post needs to be told. And thus, uh, did not, he put, did He's not. He's talking about Asher Silva. Asher Silva did not knock me out, dipshit. Ooh, that was a great fight. Mm hmm. Uh, I thought Bisbee won that, and they and Herb Dean saved uh, Anderson Silva there. Yep, he knocked him out with that knee at the end of the round. Mary spit his mouthpiece out. Anyways, definitely beat him. Uh, do not knock me out. He uh, Anderson did not knock me out. Dip shit. Uh, knocked me down at the end of the round. Please, dummy. How was it? How was I talking to Herb Dean if I was unconscious? Epic fail. Fuck face. <laughs> and then deleted it. I wonder. Oh, well, was the UFC that came in? You can't be talking to people like that. <laughs> It's just funny that he would do this during the broadcast. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Funny reads comments and fires back. Some people do that, man. Yeah, they, they, mm-hmm. they enjoy it. And that's pretty much for current events. That's it? Yeah. And you pretty much covered the fights. Oh, I ha- I'm sorry, guys. I busted early. <laughs> I was holding it in, and I busted early. UFC 259. Can't wait. I can't freaking wait, man. It's going to be a fun weekend. I'm stoked. Fun weekend. Uh, got this weekend off with the fam and the fights. And then after that, I'm in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. I'm in Cleveland March 11th through the 13th at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, let's do this. Steep A tickets on me. Cleveland, Ohio, March 11th through the 13th. Uh, then Spokane, Washington. All shows are sold out except for we just added an extra one on Thursday, a late show on Thursday. And if you can't do Thursday, we there, there's a chance we're going to add two more shows on Friday and Saturday. So it'd be two Thursday, three Friday, three Saturday. Shout out to Spokane, Washington for coming out. That's March 18th through the 20th, Spokane. And then Miami, Florida, back in Florida. Yeah, short flight. Miami, Florida, March 25th through the 27th. Uh, tickets at FATKZ.com. But Cleveland, you're on the motherfucking clock. clock. Cleveland, March 11th through the 13th. Hilarities. Let's ride. Uh, come on out, thickies.
uh, talk your girls into it and get your thick ass out of the house and let's have some fun. The this hoodie, this thick boy nation hoodie in red or this is maroon in maroon black and then that varsity jacket you've seen me wear uh on the food truck diaries of max holloway last week when callum was on firing the kids i'll be wearing it rocking this week it's my favorite jacket of all time i can't get enough of varsity jackets right now the price point i think it's either 59.99 or 69.99 for that type of jacket is oh. fucking insane that's why i waited so long to drop a jacket so I want to make sure the price point was right for you guys. And that drops this Friday at 10 a.m. on thickboy.com, son. I'm pretty sure they pick a winner this week for the one-of-one one custom helmet. If, uh, if you haven't been to it, just go to thickboy.com. Uh, the helmet giveaway is there, signed by a thick friend here. And I'm never doing my hair again like that. It's frustrating to see the picture there. Yeah, thickboy.com. These hoodies in maroon, black, and the uh, the Thick Boy Nation jacket drops this Friday, 10 a.m. Thickboy.com. That's it, man. Love you guys. Enjoy the fights. Uh, again, my DraftKings lock of the week pick is Aljamain Sterling. We'll see how that goes. Uh, don't at me if you lose your money. Shit happens. It's MMA, but that uh, stylistically and just I love that matchup for Sterling absolutely love it so uh get your money right man and uh check out DraftKings, win some money there and that's it be nice to each other love you guys i will see you guys around cleveland march 11th through the 13th i'm out